Welcome. Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews, the Founder and Chief Resilience Officer of Asphalus Advisors. Today, I am excited. Uh, I am a podcast host of one today. The last episode that you guys probably heard might have been the, the one where we had four guests. Today, it's just me, and I'm going to be speaking on the topic of crisis management with an equity lens, because I think that we are still in a crisis as it relates to racial justice. Um, so today's podcast is going to be about uh, really a conversation that we're having with a lot of our customers. Many of them are, are asking, how are you getting into the diversity, equity, and inclusion space? And what are you specifically doing with organizations? And what, are, and what risks and challenges are you seeing that we may be able to share to help you with some perspective? Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So this conversation is uh, really focused on companies, uh, you know, whether you're in corporate America and government or in nonprofits who are well-meaning, uh, but may not be sure of what to do, or you may be challenges, you may be challenged with your resource constraints for how you solve for these types of issues. This conversation is also gonna be for those of you who are responsible for diversity, equity, and inclusion programs within your business. You may be a, a chief corporate responsibility officer, you may lead a diversity, equity, and inclusion program, or you may be, you may be responsible for an employee resource group within your DEI program. You also are hopefully a forward-thinking business continuity or crisis management or enterprise risk management professional. Because I often think that sometimes in our profession, we look at diversity and inclusion as that department over there that has nothing to do with me, but in fact, it has everything to do with you. And so we want to make sure that you guys are hearing this message. So what I'm going to talk about today are really three things. I'm going to talk about and highlight some of the challenges that we're seeing in the marketplace and with our customers. Number two, I'm going to talk about some of the risks of those challenges if you find yourself or your company in that situation. And then lastly, uh, towards the end, while we're going to talk about risk and challenges, we're not going to talk about solutions today. So for all you business people who want a problem with the solution, sorry. <laughs> what I will do, though, is point you to some other resources as well as we can do a follow-up episode on some things that you can do to specifically solve some of these issues. So what we're seeing across many organizations as it relates to equity and inclusion concerns and issues is number one, uh, many organizations talk a lot about the diversity, equity, and inclusion goals and strategies. I hear these on their investor relation calls about what they're doing in this space, but I will have to be honest with you that we also are experiencing some that have no written strategy and no clear KPIs. So where, where it may be a great conversation starter and a great discussion, because I've even heard some leaders say that diversity and inclusion is popular right now. I don't, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it's not popular. It's uh, necessary. And so the, the challenge that we're seeing now is people are talking about it, but there's no strategy, goals, or KPIs to stand behind it. The second thing that we're seeing is that there is a significant limited number of Black and minority talent in leadership, and there is no clear path for how leadership teams are uh, planning on solving the problem of the lack of diversity at the director, vice president, or chief level within these organizations. And so I hear many people say, and we heard a financial services CEO say back in 2020, the whole world did 
that they couldn't find any black talent. Uh, and that's just not true. So the reality is, is where are you looking for your black talent? So for example, I went to the grocery store last, last night. Well, when it's salmon, if I'm looking in the pork section of the meat counter, well, of course I'm not going to find any salmon because that's not where salmon sits. It's down the hall <laughs> with all the rest of the seafood. And so if you think about your relationships and where you meet people, it's no different. Where are you looking for your talent? What relationships do you have in place? And how are you sourcing that particular talent? Uh, living in Charlotte, North Carolina, I used to be a part of the National Black MBA Association Charlotte chapter. And this was a challenge that we've seen many organizations face here. And so what we were able to do was to leverage the Charlotte chapter of National Black MBA so that leaders could come to these groups and to these professional development associations and meet minorities like a Vanessa, like a Chauncea, like a Destiny, some folks that we've had on our podcast before and understand how to build relationships and go to where you can find those people that you want to do business with, right? So it goes back to where are you looking if, if you have an issue being able to identify talent for clear paths of leadership. Number three, we are seeing organizations who are establishing a DE&I committee, whether your committee was established pre-George Floyd or after George Floyd. But unfortunately, there are committees with no budget and no leadership accountability. And so I don't know about you, but I hate wasting time. And I don't want to have a conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion if there's no budget and there's no accountability. So we can talk about it all day long, but that's exactly what it will be is talk right? It doesn't happen until you put the appropriate resources around it. So some of you may have heard me share before on previous podcasts, I, I used to work in aviation where my career started. My perspective is, is if, if we can put a plane in the sky, we can solve for racism and social injustice and the systemic things that contribute to that. Uh, when I worked in aviation, if a plane crashed, we knew who was getting fired. Who's my one throat to choke, Right. Your DNI program is no different. So, how can you be more effective at if I'm going to put people on a committee to help me solve for this issue? What is my budget and who from leadership is accountable for that budget and that strategy? And maybe it's a question of are you asking the right questions to advocate for why you need a budget, right? For why you need uh, sponsorship or leadership support from the executive level. And so those are some important conversations that you want to have. The last challenge that we're seeing, uh, just for the sake of time, some organizations that we are working with do have very clearly defined diversity and inclusion plans, strategies, and KPIs. Unfortunately, some of them also are still struggling with either the execution behind those strategies. So while there's a plan on paper, the execution is just not there. Also, we see those organizations that while they have a strategy, a plan, and a budget in place, there is no accountability for where that budget is being spent. So for example, we have customers that have 50 million, 500 million, 1 billion, $3 billion pledges for diversity and inclusion. But what we're also seeing is that they can't tell you where those dollars went, the impact of those dollars, what's the ROI on that. And so we're just dishing money out, which is almost a waste of money. Right, And we're not clear on what are we getting or, what, or what's the return for those dollars. And so those are some things that you want to be on the lookout for to ensure that your organization is not experiencing some of these missteps. Some different things that we have um, that I think might be helpful for you. My great friend, James Green and I, we're gonna be talking in Minneapolis in October 
about diversity and inclusion, a key component of resilience. So if you're going to be in Minneapolis in October, a uh, great place for you to be able to tune in to, to James Green and I to hear that, that talk. And lastly, um, another talk that we've been doing here at Asphalus, uh, we've been doing keynotes, workshops, and uh, half-day and full-day workshops on the topic of managing the global racial wealth gap crisis. And so we're working with multiple organizations around that conversation now. Again, we can put the link in the show notes for you. And then from a DRJ perspective, there's so much going on. Coming up on August 4th, there is an upcoming webinar titled Protecting the Anywhere Worker. Uh, so please be sure to tune in to that webinar. And as well as August 11th, there's the fine line between managing a crisis and mismanaging it. And that is so true. Um, so those are two webinars that are coming up for DRJ in August. And then lastly, of course, DRJ Fall is happening September 19th through the, the 22nd in Phoenix. I will be there. Um, so I cannot wait to hopefully see you guys there in person in Phoenix, Arizona. Subscribe, share, download, rate, <laughs> and review this podcast. And make sure you look out for future episodes. Thanks so much for tuning in today.